0: You're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business, from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month, with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride on entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Now, a lot of times when I invite guests on, they have tips and tricks for navigating some of the mechanical things we have to do or the mindset things we have to do. But today, my guest has been in entrepreneurship for 16 years and in network marketing and has navigated moves into new business models, into the online space. And I just want to invite Amy on here to talk to you about all the changes that have been going on and the staying power of being really disciplined and intentional about your entrepreneur journey and how you can make it work for you and make it sustainable. Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on, inviting
1: me. So why don't you tell everyone who you are and who you serve? Oh, wow. I am Amy Diedmeyer and I mostly serve all age groups of women. My passion, (laughs) if you will, is really for serving women who are stay-at-home moms and or even if they're not a mom, just trying to design a life that they love to get
0: up and live every morning. I love that. So, you have been in this network marketing model for 16 years. Tell us, how did you get started in that and what attracted you to that model?
1: Honestly, um, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you my age, but I was well into my 20s. And uh, just I started college a few times. It wasn't what I wanted to do. At one time, I had three part time jobs. I just was trying to find My place. And I had been a part of direct sales a couple of different times. And honestly, becoming part of this company was just a way to get my discount on a product that I love. Then I fell in love with the business model because I didn't know anything about it when I joined
0: (laughs) Yeah, I hear that from people that sometimes they have to try out a couple different companies or they have to try out a couple things. I think generally people understand that the model is that you are getting product from a company that does the manufacturing or the design or the distribution. And then you are the end user kind of salesperson and that you're the one who has the customer base and do the selling for them. So I think um, generally people understand that model, but You know, you are responsible for a lot of the business aspects of running that customer base. So over the last 16 years, what does that look like for you?
1: Oh, well, we really focus. I, I love to focus just on my relationships with my clients. I think above everything else, that is what is important at the end of the day, that not only am I having honesty and integrity in helping them but that I'm helping them, you know, not just caring about that one time sale. I really enjoy, you know, if my client has a new grandchild, I'll send her a card or whatever. I think it's just that personal connection, listening before you have an answer when they have a need, filling that need, and then being able to develop
0: an authentic relationship where I'm really caring about them. How has that changed or evolved, or has it changed or evolved in you know all of your years in the business as things have gotten more email and less handwritten card or they've gotten more text message versus phone call? What have you seen? Yeah. Wow, what a great question. It's it has been a big
1: change, but at the heart of it, I mean, you'll hear people say, oh, nobody checks their emails anymore. And for a while, that kind of tripped me up. You know, if you listen to what everybody else is saying, it's not always the right thing. So I really like to go with my gut and think, what would I like? And so I still do the handwritten cards because who doesn't love getting something in the mail that says, hey, thinking about you or, you know, congratulations on your promotion or whatever, or just a text message even that says, Hey, just following up. I know you had surgery last week. How are you feeling? You know, just going with your gut. And and I know I've had people tell me, I don't have that gut. So what do I do? (laughs) So, you know, there's practical ways to do that as well. But I just think that even though we've gotten very technological and digital in our businesses, that personal connection is never going to be something people don't want whether it's that handwritten card or that personalized text message or the phone call, people do still pick up the phone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. And this is really for anybody listening, whatever business model you in, you know, you have to connect to your customer and, you know, you do have to have that relationship. People do business with people, not just product or not just services that they do people, you know, every person is going to be different and they're going to do business differently. So that's an excellent point. I did have another question for you as far as your staying power. Now you are in an industry where people last, I don't know what the true average is, but I would say probably under a year for most people. You've been doing this 16 times longer than probably most people make it, I would think. I don't know if you've ever put it in that perspective or thought of it that way before. No. (laughs) Um, You know, what are some keys to your staying power, the discipline? And I'm sure you hear a lot of no's and I'm sure there are a lot of other people who are in the same company who may be reaching out to the same client as you. So, I mean, what are some of the, the ways that you have been able to stay in there and to continue to love what you do and do what you do in this type of business model?
1: Well, I would say, first of all, I'm a person that takes things very personally. So that has been a huge thing I've had to focus and growing on. And if I get to know consciously deciding that that is not about me and that has been tricky. Um, I'm much better at it now than I used to be, because when you practice, it gets better, really realizing that feelings are not fat. So however I'm feeling is not an actual fact. Maybe you say no to me, so I'm feeling you dislike me. Well, that's not a fact. Or maybe I'm feeling like if I make 10 booking calls or whatever, there everybody's going to say no. Well, that's not a fact and I need to set aside my feelings. Especially as women, we are very much in our emotions and our feelings that we have to set those aside and compartmentalize and get done what needs done. Even if it's the bare minimum for the day, sometimes that's our best, you know, so just doing what needs done and then you can go enjoy whatever else you want to do. And then I would say, I always say the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person is that the successful people don't stop because yes, I think you're totally right. I definitely work with a lot of people and I see less than a year and it's really just sticking through the obstacle because there are ups and downs in entrepreneurships, a lot of downs, right? <laughs> you understand that I'm sure. Oh yeah. But the ups make it so worth it and the freedom and the flexibility that we have as entrepreneurs. So really having that vision that this will get better and to keep going, even when it's stinky.
0: Yeah. You know, what you just said could be, you know, not just this, this model, but this could be any sales group. This could be anybody who is running a business that you have to make that phone call. It could be us with the coffee company calling another restaurant to see if they want to maybe try us out. It could be anybody having to do that, that there's fear in there, that there's a mindset shift that has to happen. And you're right. The personal development doesn't stop, does it? No, never. (laughs) Which is
1: thrilling and exhausting, both. You know, I I love it, but it's also tiring.
0: What do you feel about that? I mean, 16 years. So, there are people listening here who have been in business for two or three years, or people who have been in business 10 years. But, you know, you've been in for quite a long time. Around the time that you've been in business, I'll be honest, I've worked with people who are like, okay, time to sell and start something new. I'm kind of getting tired of this or whatever. You know, where are you, as far as you said, getting kind of tired of personal development and things? Why do you think that is? what um, I guess what is the next challenge for you, or do you have to keep being challenged? I do. i I enjoy growing
1: because I really feel like that's how I can be excellent uh, for God, for myself, for my family. And I think that, you know, at the times when I am just feeling exhausted, I've got people who I can talk to about that, you know, because every, every entrepreneur has been through that at some point. So just, you know, them reminding me that it will get better to keep pressing on, um, making sure that I'm having quiet time every morning, making sure that I am filling my mind with positive things that even if I don't feel, you know, there we go again, feelings are not facts. (laughs) Even if I don't feel that I'm in the best frame of mind, listening to something positive is still going to subconsciously affect me to keep going forward.
0: So it sounds like every entrepreneur also needs that circle and that accountability. And yes. you know that is something that I don't think we address often enough. We always talk about working on ourselves, but I wonder if working with that circle of people is not as important, but maybe more important that, you know, on the days that you can't do it yourself, that it's important to have those people that can, you know, help you kind of get across the finish line on those days.
1: Definitely. And I think that something that I'm really working on recently is, it it struck me about a year ago, someone said, don't ask me what I do, ask me how I think. And so You know, as a new entrepreneur, I was all about what systems work, what words work, you know, what products work, all of those things, which are important to have in place. But then as you grow, it is totally the six inches between your ears that affects your entire life. And so ask me how I think, hang around people that you can say, How do you think about this? And they're going to give you that positive. Feedback or even it's not even always positive, but it is authentic. Like, hey, I have been there. That stump. Let's make a plan to move forward together. You know, it's just about the thoughts that are in your head. And we always say, don't go into the neighborhood of your head alone because it's quite dangerous. (laughs) So you need to have people (laughs) with you in that
0: neighborhood. Sure. I could see that. So I also wanted to talk to you because you had to completely change your business model from working locally in person with a lot of people to almost doing a completely online model in the last couple of years, like a lot of people did with the pandemic. But this is something you're incredibly passionate about is this flexibility and your adaptability and your changing. Talk to me about why you're so passionate about this and the steps you took to make this very successful change.
1: Oh, thank you! I love this topic because I'll be honest. When the pandemic first hit, and they said, "Okay, everybody's closing down for," I, I even forget at this point if it was two weeks or four or whatever. I thought, "Okay, I'm just going to hunker down and put my head in the sand, and you know, service my clients, and and I'll be I'll be fine." And I just really felt that as a leader, I had the responsibility to show up for my people and show them how it's done. And I am not a perfectionist. So I am a total believer in just get out there and do it. It might not be pretty, but you're going to learn something. I think that the first time we do anything, never pretty, <laughs> but we walk away with things that we want to improve or change or things that we love. So we were in person pretty much 100, and this hit and no more in person. And so I felt my responsibility to just move forward, whether it was pretty or not, turn to the virtual model of, you know, whatever platform I decided and to keep holding appointments, keep being in front of people, even if it wasn't physically, I was still in front of them and I was still talking to them and I was still holding or, you know, having those relationships and, I think the biggest beauty, something that fires me up is that I can talk to anyone anywhere at any time now. it's not how much time do I have in my schedule to drive in my car or you know, how much time do I have to be away from my family? I can get on a virtual appointment and be on here for half an hour, an hour, however long it takes, but significantly less and reach somebody, you know, I'm in Ohio with you, Dawn. So we, we have people that we've reached in New York and California and Washington and Virginia and Texas, you know, all over the
0: United States, it does not matter. And I love that. So you really saw this more now as an opportunity than a limitation. Absolutely. Yes. You're scary to get in front of the camera
1: and to maybe look like a fool. But I also think that there's authenticity in that. You know, I don't have to have everything perfect because I would never expect you to have everything perfect. Get on there, be real in front of the camera and have a good time and make the other person feel important. So do you think that your business has grown in this new model? Absolutely. Last year, we hit a level that we had never hit before, working 100% virtually Okay, I'll say ninety nine percent because there were probably a few <laughs> other in person things, but yeah, we hit a new level that we've never hit before in our um, our unit, and it's just been phenomenal. I have loved meeting women from all over.
0: That's amazing. And this again is year. I mean, if we go to last year, that would have been like last what fourteen or fifteen years into the company that yeah. you made this shift and blew up. <laughs> basically, is what we're saying. Yeah.
1: Did you Crazy. expect that? Oh, absolutely not. When I started this, I didn't expect anything, <laughs> and um, we we have had great years, and we've had not great years. You know, like I said, the only thing I thought when this started was, okay, duck you know, (laughs) settle in for two to four weeks and then come, you know, I thought it would be over and then I could go back to in-person appointments, but something in me said, no, that's not how you lead. You don't lead by putting your head in the sand and moving forward alone. I've entrusted a unit to you. So show them, show them, even if it's not perfect, show them. And so I was shocked, you know, at the number of people who, And and, you know, some people do want to be back in person right now, which is fine. But there's also people who love the convenience of just being at home, hopping on the computer for 20 minutes, and then walking away feeling loved and confident. And it's, it's it was such a surprise when we got towards the end of our last year. I thought, "Holy cow! I cannot believe we're in this place." But it's because I believe because I was obedient to just trying to do my best and and jumped right in.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It is very important for people to hear a couple things. and one is that you did trust your gut and you listened when it was like, okay, it's time to do it this way and you know it did work out. And I'm sure there were moments where you really weren't sure that it was going to work out. Oh
1: for sure, absolutely pretty much every day for the first like four to six months. <laughs> So it took that long to feel like you were getting the momentum. It really did. We started, it would would have been March, and then it wasn't until September. So however long that is, you know, it, it finally started to kind of show up in September, October. And I thought, oh, I know how to do
0: this now. But it took a lot of practice. That is very interesting. And I really like that. And I hope everybody listening in here is sometimes when you make this shift, you know it can take 6 months to see the results that you're looking for and this goes back to again 16 years in your staying power and not giving up soon just because you're not getting what what you think you should be seeing i guess right away yes amy thank you so much for joining me today and Giving us all the information about how you're able to navigate this business model, first of all, second of all, your staying power, and third of all, you know, your transition to the online space. And um, I'll reach out to you to get an email or something where someone can reach out and ask you some questions without kind of revealing, you know, companies and things like that. We'll put that sure. all down in the show notes. And then that way there, if anybody wants to reach out to Amy, ask any questions. I'm sure she'll be absolutely able to help you go ahead and make some decisions or talk to you about how she's thriving, where she's thriving, and doing what she's doing. And Amy, I really appreciate you coming on here and taking the time to talk to our audience today.
1: Well, I feel so honored to have been asked and I just am praying that something was helpful
0: and thank you, Dawn. All right. Well, thank you. And I'll listen, I'll talk to you all next time on the next episode (laughs) of the Profit Accelerated Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, DawnKKennedy.com. Follow me on social at DawnKKennedyXO on Instagram and on Facebook at DawnKKennedyMentor. I'll see you next time.